As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Burn Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world, where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steber, and I play Astra Blep, a fey-addled half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is, and I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit resort spa paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a ratfolk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. And I'm Paul Ukemeyer playing Tetra, a Florian aromophile cultivating the roots of a forgotten past by spreading that aromophile feeling. And we're of course led today and for the rest of all time by our gentleman GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? I'm great. I'm looking at the Discord. We're going to drop episode 49 tomorrow. <laughs> They're all so excited. Those poor, poor bastards. <laughs> poor bastards. <laughs> this is maybe the first episode in like eight episodes where we haven't all been very ominous about <laughs> what happened in <laughs> The last couple episodes we keep going on being like, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a tense I one. Can't Good wait luck. for the next one. one. Yeah. 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 Usually I go in the Discord and I'm like, I'm so excited about tomorrow's episode. But like, what could I say? It feels so disingenuous. Uh, okay. Are we like alone in the hallway exhorting ourselves out? You can go into the uh, parlor uh, and run into Johnny and Tetra oh, who are looking at, you know, where the hidden door is. Oh, hey, you too. Hey. Poof. This Olgavia lady is a piece of work. She was telling us that she used to be the ruler of Olvadel. Can you believe that? Whoa, oh. really? I didn't know that. She wasn't, I... Johnny. That's just a little bit tasteless, if you ask me. I would say so. I mean, tasteless is her whole deal. Apparently. Well, listen, we need a way into the basement. I think we're going to find something pretty eyebrow-raising. And we can either do it our way, or we can get Ogavia to help us. What do you think? I'm sure she'd be reasonable, right? 
No, absolutely no, I not. Don't think so <laughs> I don't think she's gonna help us rob her. That's just an instinct on my part. Oh, sure she will. <laughs> she just needs some help helping us. Oh God. And that's my specialty. Oh no. <laughs> that's so ominous. Uh, well, listen. When we were in the uh, in the dining room, her table has all of these little slots that you can put hearts and stuff in. So I think it's a secret that we can use. Like, I don't think we necessarily need Olgavia, but we do need her out of the way in some way. So we need a distraction. Ooh. Uh, could we free those people who are chained and let them into the building and oh. try to get them to distract her? They'll need a leader. <laughs> Somebody with strong opinions who knows how to protest effectively. Oh. <laughs> right. I know someone like that. It's me. I'm that someone. <laughs> yeah, we told them we'd introduce you. See, like, Ogavia stole their books. <gasps> She's continuing to wrong people. Typical. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have to stop her. Not only that, but they said that there were other authors who have disappeared into the mansion. And that's what I'm looking for. Oh. It's like crazy. What? Like, they said that authors go in and then, like, they never come out, like, if they're useful. So either they're dead or they're in the dungeon. So, like, she must not have known that you were an author, Astra. That's almost as bad as plagiarism. Are you kidding me? That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And so, yes. like, you're thinking, like, you know, like, this place is kind of similar to a place Tetra and I have been to before. That's right. Yeah. So we yeah. think there's a basement, and we think there's a secret way into the basement in the area with Ogavia, so. Okay. All right. Well, Patty, do uh, maybe you and I, since we're supposed to be leaving, should go free the prisoners. We'll circle back up here after you use them to distract Ogavia. Does that sound good? I love it. Wow, we've got so many plans. Are we good at this? We're so prepared. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Honestly, like, Tetra, it's really great to work with you again. Oh, likewise, Johnny. That's nice. This is so funny. The stakes feel so low. <laughs> gonna, I think in this situation, rather than diplomacy, Patty is going to use her perform acting skill yes. to yeah. give an impassioned speech about how Madame Ogavia has wronged her. Game or no game. And they'll be like, wow, she's acting. A compelling monologue. I rolled a 20. Great. Yeah, this old man and this weird owl lady are in a fervor <laughs> listening to you. Do you want to role play any of this speech, Caitlin? Do you have absolutely, absolutely. I don't, but I'm going to wing it. Betty's going to say, comrades, I've heard that you two have been wronged by Madame Ogavia, by this thief, this stealer of intellectual property, this harlot, this false leader. We must stand up we must fight back. Shut her down. This is our town. <laughs> She's going to lead them marching into the front door of the house. They're like, what, <sighs> what should we do? Should we, are, are we going to break shit? Hey. Absolutely we are. You uh, enter the foyer and they immediately start pulling all of the portraits off of the wall of Ogavia, slamming wow. them into, you know, furniture and stuff. Oh, no. The peacocks start to freak out, flying around and squawking loudly as this happens. Patty's going to say, don't hit the peacocks. Be careful. Anything else is fair game. <laughs> the noise attracts Phasia, who immediately is like, oh my gosh, and, and runs to get Ogavia, who comes in from the banquet hall, leaving that room empty. 
Patty is going to slip out of the room where the destruction is occurring <laughs> while everyone is distracted. <laughs> yeah, make a stealth check to do that, Patty. It's a 32. Unnecessary to roll this, yeah, but I will. Geez, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Patty, you create this chaos and you slip out the back door. Is there any other way that we can get into the banquet hall without going past Ogavia? If you guys are in the parlor, Ogavia will will leave and pass you. She's far more interested in what's happening in the other room. Perfect. Good. Time for some classic 90s CD-ROM-based puzzle game puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Close the door, lock it behind us. Oh, smart. Love that. Uh, so the, the crystal hearts that were in the shape of the planets that we saw earlier, that was, was that like walking into this house? That's in the foyer where everything's happening. Uh, and they are of all different sizes. Uh, so some of them are quite large. Some of them are smaller, just representative of the actual relative size of the planets. Okay. Patty, the indention that you felt was smaller, about the size of your palm. And they match the hearts that are hang- hanging off of the chandelier in the banquet room. Johnny, I need to ride on your shoulders to get to this chandelier. It's very tall. Yeah, climb on up. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. It's too tall up here. Oh, my God. Okay, no, no this wait, is don't fine. just stop. Just hold, just, hold steady. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> she kicks. She doesn't mean to. She yeah. can't help it. But yeah, she's gonna try to pluck the right, correct sized crystal hearts from this chandelier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are able to to pull them down. There are nine in different colors. They're meant to be taken off, so it's not difficult. Great. Great. Just let me just slowly, slowly uh, kneel, okay. and I'll it's climb okay. off you. Okay, slower, slower. Slower. Okay. Uh, 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 <laughs> okay, 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 I'm off. Okay, okay, thank you. <sighs> Stunts. Listen, I've got to give you guys some friendly advice. I think you could work on your teamwork. <laughs> what? That was, that was great. You didn't see that? It was perfect. <laughs> I don't know, Patty. You can be the tiebreaker. I think there's always room to improve our teamwork, but <laughs> I think with a firm foundation of honesty and integrity, we'll get there. Mm, yep and we've got that so perfect all right let's put these things in the table and see if that's gonna open this door up should we go under should we flip it we should flip it, flip it. <laughs> I, I will save one of the least fucked up beautiful cakes and the rest <laughs> we should ask johnny to flip the table johnny what? we need to get under the table would you flip the table for <laughs> Do us you just want me to pick up the table flip it flip it as hard as you can Flip the table, Johnny. I don't rip it off the wall. <laughs> I, I test it first to see if it is movable, so I don't hurt myself. Yeah, that's fair. No, that's oh, fair. Oh, you lift with your legs, not with your yeah. back. <laughs> is it attached to the ground in any way? No, it's not. It can be flipped. Great. All right, you see, it's fine. Flip it. All right, I flip it. Yes, so loud. <laughs> so dramatic. They're all such modern adventurers. <laughs> this table comes crashing down upside down all of the cakes that were left smushed underneath <laughs> and johnny and tetra you see another familiar sight on the underneath of this table is another 10 point star but there are 10 recesses uh, at each of the points nine of them are empty but the 10th one is filled with a black onyx heart already oh oh hmm. what happens if we take the one that's already in out you want to try that? Let's try it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, Tetra, you pluck the black gem out. Nothing occurs in this room. Nothing strange happens when you take that out. We should take that with us, though. 
Well, let's start trying stuff, guys. Yeah. Tetra, you uh, remember Toots Capolini doing this? <laughs> <laughs> and you follow his lead, placing these uh, hearts in the order of the planets. And once you do, you hear the sound of like something on rollers moving. Uh, and through the doorway of the banquet room, you can see into the other room that that secret door has opened. Love a secret door. It's really good. Who wants the honors? Do it. Does nobody want to go first? Is everyone scared? <laughs> it's booby trap. A little bit. Yeah. Johnny finishes putting on his armor before he he's ready. Yes. To go. Okay. Patty will lead, but she is going to very carefully and observantly peek through the door first. Yeah, yeah. You see a staircase going down. You feel like a cold breeze as you get close. And you hear very light, like, uh, scratching, like, pin on paper. Ooh. What? Does anyone hear some rats down here? Um, excuse me. I'm being very quiet. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's very stealthy. No, I thought I heard a scratching sound. Oh, I'll listen for it. Can I roll perception? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody who's better at this should do it. I rolled a <laughs> one, and I don't have great perception anyway. <laughs> That's not me. Exception, natural one. Boo oh, hoo, Tetra. Hoo, hoo. Me roll bad. Patty will listen carefully as well. Oh, Patty, you rode poorly. Oh, no. But I still got a 13. So. Tetra's going to cast light. Yeah, you uh, illuminate the staircase at the bottom. You can see a tiny bit into this room. What you can tell from the top of the stairs is that it is not as garish and immaculately decorated as the rest of this mansion. It seems to be uh, plain wood floors, uh, white, empty walls. Nothing down here is going to be scarier than us. Come on, Johnny, you take point. <laughs> All right, I'm on point, gang. Keep your eyes and ears open. You walk down these stairs cautiously, and you find that the room at the bottom is very small. There is a, a display case that has like an assortment of rocks some weird odds and ends, and then like a line of books. And there is a desk against one wall where a short woman is like hunched over writing with a quill. Ooh, who is it? She is translucent. Like you can see right through her. Whoa. Yes. Uh, Justin, oh. when you said ghost writers, I was waiting for <laughs> no, it. Me too. Oh, me too. Stop. I didn't. That's exactly. I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't either. Holy shit. Oh my God. They're ghost writers. Oh my God. The page just oh, no. says boo. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> um, excuse me, Mrs. Ghost. Are you being held against your will? <laughs> the, the ghostly woman turns. Uh, you can see that she is an elderly dwarven woman, and her eyes fall right on Johnny, and they light up. And she goes, oh, it's just like I wrote. What? What? My fantasy. It's happened. <laughs> I, have I passed over? Is she a ghost like romance novelist? Yes, is Johnny is Johnny the fantasy? Oh my god. Well, no, ma'am. I'm at least alive, I think. And real, I think. And you're not, I think. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if you're dreaming, but I'm pretty sure I'm actually here. And uh I'm here to help. And flex. Because he always flexes. He sticks his hand out to shake hands with the ghost. You can see she kind of deflates. She's dejected. She goes, oh, Johnny Brightchild. 
What? Oh my god. No offense, but you know, I, I'm kind of into Johnny and Nash. No! <laughs> I was hoping what? that it was one of one of those loops. I, I haven't got to publish this one yet. <laughs> oh, shit. She points over to <laughs> one of the books what? on the wall, turning Zitrix for Anaj, part of the Cassandra Stiffpeaks <laughs> series where she fucks demigods. Uh, and this is the, the Johnny Anaj edition. Oh, my God. Well, Tetra holds a hand up and says, who can explain to me what is going on? Uh, None of us. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's got me mistaken for somebody. She's talking some nonsense. How'd you come up with all of these ideas anyway? Lady, do you know Johnny? Anaj, specifically? You know, a couple uh, years ago, I guess. Uh, Johnny Anaj, he caused some trouble, but it was uh, sexy trouble, you know? If you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> I wrote a book about it, and uh, but Elgavia <laughs> stole all my books. Um, but uh, she can only release this one in in loops where you know Johnny and Naj comes out. So we have to sit on it for now. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh... This is so great. This is incredible. The possibilities. I've heard about a lot of Demi gods over the loops that I've been trapped in here. My interest in them. Well, that's all natural, baby. (laughs) (laughs) As nature intended. It's so refreshing to talk to somebody who's so true to themselves. Most people are afraid of expression. They limit themselves. Some horny old ghost. Cassandra, you're an inspiration to all of us. Uh, this might be my new favorite NPC. It, uh, yeah. I'm a fan. I would read her novels. Yeah, new Patreon here. Justin. <laughs> the, the oh, no. oh, no. How do you know about the time loops? Oh, well, she she keeps me here in this room where I'm protected from the time loops. So yep, I just sit here is. and I write for her. Protected from time. Oh, Gavia knows the ritual? I don't know what you're talking about, dear. I'm just writing the books for her. All right, everybody. Mm. Group huddle. Kiha <laughs> only knows about this because of the journal. How do you think Ogavia knows? Maybe also because of the journal. This journal gets around, <laughs> Tetra. Apparently. That's it true. has been in hands, uh, for sure. And she certainly does have a habit of taking writings that do not belong to her. That's so true. And copying them. I mean, that must have been what she did with the journal. Like, she is a competent something. Thief. Confidence person. Ah. Maybe she just knows when the loop is going to end, so she hangs out in the room all the time. Yeah, but how'd she get this room in the first place, right? Yeah. She must have taken the journal and set this all up. And for what? To harass Patty Hertz? To steal books? This is such a lame way of using a time loop. She really is just so <laughs> inferior. It does kind of seem like a lot of effort just to be spiteful. Yeah. Listen, I think this changes our game plan. I think we got to talk to Agavia, right? I think uh. you do. But first, I think we need to steal everything in this basement. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Absolutely. Anything I can hold. Are there any, like, books about, like, history or something? Or, like, maybe, like what's happened like in these different stories like are there any of those Uh, most of the books that she steals are you know just uh fiction books or you know kind of like uh gossip type of things uh silly uh, inane she's not quite interested in in history or that sort of thing but there is one outlier 
And she takes you over to the shelf and points at a book on astronomy uh, that is written by Kaka, the bird woman that you had met outside. Yes, awesome. And she says, uh, she's had this book since I got here, and she's not trying to print it or steal it for herself. She's just keeping it. Well, okay. So, like, thank you, Cassandra. Now, I promise, okay, so I'll do that thing you wanted me to do. So you want me to, like, flex like this and look <laughs> over my shoulder? You want me to grimace, though, and I don't... Okay. <laughs> She's, like, furiously sketching a romance novel cover of you. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna go take this information to Patty and see what she does with it. This is the Johnny posing for art loop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, somehow. Somehow. And in the next loop, there's all of these classical paintings of him, like he's like, <laughs> <laughs> sculptures. Yeah. I think Astro wants to know what exactly in this room is keeping it outside of the time loop. Does that oh, make sense? Very nice. Yeah. I am invested, and I think Astro is invested as well in figuring out how many people know about the time loop because it's <laughs> more than she expects, and also like. <laughs> how many places like this or like Glorhan's room or like the journal kind of exist in these little time bubbles. Yeah, I'm also curious as to like how many other people are also using the time loop to their advantage yeah. in some way like Ogavia has. Yeah, that is a really good point. Because it seems like a thing that would be very easy to use to your advantage and satisfying <laughs> and beneficial <laughs> fun and beneficial yeah for fun and profit using time loops for fun and profit yeah, yeah right yeah <laughs> I, I would like to document all of these threads uh so i cast detect magic do i have a sense of what here is keeping this out of time actually rule knowledge do you have knowledge arcana mm, yes well, that was a 21 Awesome. Astra, you see a couple different things as you cast a spell on yourself and suddenly all of these weird items in this room uh, start growing auras around them. And they're all kind of in competition with each other. Everything along this, these shelves have different rainbow hued auras that are popping up. Some very weak, some very strong. The room itself also begins to glow with this aura. And this aura is familiar to you. With a 21 Astra, you are positive that this isn't just similar magic. This is the identical ritual that is on the journal. Mm -hmm. Ooh, like, do I get, I get the sense that the same person maybe cast both of these things? Maybe not the same person. And I do think if you ever wanted to take the greater detect magic, you can actually track caster as well in this case it's just the same ritual okay 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 so ogavia just stole this ritual like she steals everything else got it <laughs> but she got a copy of the ritual somehow yeah yeah so she might have seen the book yeah there are a lot of different options here and they really imply that ogavia is much more involved in this than i was really yeah. anticipating <laughs> with your role jenna uh since you got a 21 th there's a lot of weird oddities that have strange auras mm. the three most powerful auras these three rocks you know were removed from the staff like these are the Ooh. actual implements Whoa, that yeah. giha uses 
This is she carved up Gia's crystal staff. It's hidden in plain sight in lots of little chunks. Ah, uh, tastelessly too. All of this tacky heart-shaped planet bullshit. Well, the three rocks you know are Gihas. The other ones in the room have fainter auras, not quite as strong, not quite as good, but but similar in nature. So possibly similar kind of focuses that Giha had originally used hers for. Yeah, something something close to that. And and you do think after Astra points it out that the tin crystal hearts that you use to unlock probably are made out of the same type of material. Mm. But if you don't mind, these three are going to be souvenirs for Giha. I think you should take the rest. There, There's so many things. You can't possibly take everything. But one thing that does stand out to you is there are two cloches here, like you have seen in Mjolnir, similar to what Zelf had used in the past, like Ooh. what the uh, chairman's food was served in that was like storing it, keeping it from going bad. Okay. And there is a strange secondary aura on it as well. One of evil and of fear. Oh. And... You recognize this to be the same as the ley line magic. Ooh. Oh, shit. Okay, so these cloches have something to do with the ley lines? What it is preserving oh. as evil and fear magic. Is the glass like fogged or is it, or is it like a silver covering? Yeah, it's like silver, but you, you can open it if you choose and look inside. Ooh, that feels like a trap, but yeah, I will do that. <laughs> as been as previously established, I love a trap and I love walking into a trap. <laughs> I will walk into a trap whenever the opportunity presents itself. I want to know. So I actually wanted to have Zelf come over because like these are like magic food stuff and Astro can recognize that and knows enough that she wants Zelf to be a part of this. I bet she does, but that's too bad because he is very far away yeah he's not he's here, not here. oh that's fucking right it's tetra and tetra doesn't know shit about food shit All you well, got is tetra that's true tetra eats sunlight and minerals right uh, wait tetra did you say you eat sunlight that's crazy like i've heard like of a tip anyway i'll sunlight anyway i'll i'll tell you later <laughs> astra you don't know much about food you haven't rolled a great perception check, but your mind <laughs> immediately goes to, I wish I could ask Zelf. <laughs> and as you look at this food, you become more and more convinced this has to be something that Zelf made. <gasps> what? Oh my god. God damn it. It has all of his signatures, and you look at the spell that's in it, that's underneath all of these layers of ley line magic. And you recognize that it is one of the spells that he has. And I'm trying to pull that up. Polypurpose Panacea. Autumnal squash soup. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh. The door dinner party. <laughs> of course. Of course. That was before he had the, the ley line magic in him. But it, it's, a, it's a meal that he's made before that you recognize as okay. his. Okay. Well, Ezra's gonna uh, hold the cloche over and say, "Hey, Johnny, Patty, look at this. This is oh, so is this weird. squash soup. That looks delicious. Don't don't eat it. Wait a minute. <laughs> don't eat it. I, yeah, right. Doesn't this oh. smell really familiar? Like, doesn't it smell like panic? <laughs> the scent memory is hitting me, but all I'm getting is a lot of really unpleasant emotions, mostly anxiety. 
It smelled really good at first, but now it's making me a little queasy, honestly. Well, you should trust your set memories and <laughs> don't question whether they make you queasy. That passes. Just go with it. Well, but what if the scent memory is of queasiness? Hmm. Well, like, I can't really <laughs> smell anything right now. I think these ghosts are, like, messing with my sense of smell or something. Um, <laughs> Those allergies. But, but, like, I could, like, try to take a taste, I guess, if you want. No, Johnny, I mean, don't taste it. No. You don't know how long it's been sitting there. That's disgusting. <laughs> But it's in it's in this cloche. Oh boy, I'm struggling with the time loops because I was gonna say a week old, but also maybe months old. I guess it's hard to tell. It could be way longer because we don't know what time loop this came from. But like you know, I've tried like a bunch of gnarly food like out on the field and stuff. Like I'm sure it'll be fine. And if it's Zelf's food, I'm sure it's better than anything I had during the war. Johnny, I'm not saying don't <laughs> eat it because I don't think it'll taste good. I think it will taste delicious. Oh, but it might be weird and magic. But are, I don't, are you feeding Johnny <laughs> everything you find lying around in a basement? We, you just heard us actively try to reinforce not eating everything that Johnny finds in a basement. Well, it seemed like it was kind of a targeted technique. <laughs> you said exactly what you needed to to work against us. <laughs> Tell him not to eat it, then he definitely will. Wait, what? Johnny, eat it or don't eat it. Do whatever you want. You're an adult. Yeah, you can make your own decisions. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny definitely freaks out and just like sticks his like hand in the soup and then sticks his hand in his mouth to taste the soup. Mm. What an insane way. Why do you think Ogavia would keep a couple of bowls of soup around? I don't know. Mm. Maybe this is also her cellar. How does it taste, Justin? Uh it tastes exactly like you remember, Johnny. Mm. Man, this is good. I say it's closer to the kind of food that he makes for going into combat than like whenever he's sitting down and preparing like a dinner party meal hmm. but still delicious because it's stuff yeah i eat of all of it yeah totally no absolutely not no the, the <laughs> moment you reach for it again she will slam the cloche back on top say, no, john you have to learn to share your food okay also this is magic did you want any yes johnny i want the rest of the bowl you had enough oh okay i'm uh, sorry it's just really good hold on the random magic table for the ley line magic effect <laughs> johnny has some of the soup he begins oh, to no. glow as if affected by daylight oh, oh shit. really <laughs> funny <laughs> That could have gone very badly for you, Johnny, and I hope you learned a lesson from it. I'm glad I didn't roll Shatter a third time. Oh, God. But this time, that would be brutal. It just destroys everything. Yeah. All the yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would have been a nightmare. No, this is a fun one. <laughs> this is weird. What did you find? We need to figure out how Olgavia knows Zelf and why she is collecting relics about it. But what did you find? Patty, you aren't able to read this whole book, obviously, but you're able to flip through and what you see is a book written by a member of the Hallroom Airy, which is a group of owl people that live in the mountains. Uh, they don't talk to anybody, really. They're very reclusive. Cool. Justin, is this the place that Bavel visited when he first had his theory about the meteorites? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that's oh, what I was Good catch, thinking. Paul. Damn. Good catch, Andrew. Good, good on you, too. <laughs> Kakaw is researching a planetary body that's on the far edges of known space. She believes that there is a, a potentially a 10th planet, although it's Whoa. small, hmm. so far out of the way that there, there's really not much details that anybody can get on it. But she's she's convinced that that's there. And this is just all of her studies about it. Huh. 
That feels huh. important. <laughs> it feels important and not very helpful in the present moment. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I think that Patty uh, doesn't know what to think of this book. Can she take it with her, though, to oh, study absolutely. at a later date? Yeah, she's going to look at it and go, eh, that all sounds very scientific. All right. Onward and upward. Put it in her cheek pouch, yeah. Oh. Yep, stuff it in her cheek. Oh. We need to get you a bag. <laughs> Patty actually does have cheek pouches that can hold quite a bit, and we haven't used them in the game, what? but I'm excited. <laughs> we don't have the handy haversack, so it's all going in Patty's mouth. Just know her mouth is available if you need to store things. <laughs> One cubic foot of volume up to 10 pounds. What? <laughs> yeah. what? That's so much. Wow. That's way too much. That's grotesque. <laughs> I regret knowing that. <laughs> God, she's going to be so cute when we finally stuff something in there. Yeah, lots of popcorn. <laughs> For movie night, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. I'm trying to decide if, if Astro is going to go full looting. It feels um, rude almost. Astra, it might be time to dig deep and ask yourself, was it rude when Ogavia stole your intellectual property? <laughs> Is it any less rude or more rude to take anything here that belongs to her? I feel like she needs to be punished. I mean, I know that sounds harsh, but no. like, she's a pretty shitty person, right? That's true. Um, she does deserve to be punished. Is it up to us to do that? I mean, I'm pretty mad at her <laughs> i mean i, I want to do it so yes patty is hoping that maybe some of astra's darker nature is gonna come, come into play here i don't know what you're talking about caitlin so johnny's like well i mean like if she stole something from giha we should probably like take it back right oh yeah i mean listen we're definitely taking giha back her staff Right. And my guess is Olgavia is not going to let us just walk out with it. So maybe we can mess her up then. I mean, like, <laughs> being subtle isn't really my strong suit. But, like, <laughs> maybe I can be, like, a distraction. Oh, Johnny. If you need a tiebreaker, I'm not the type to be subtle. I'm the type to be confrontational. I feel like it's been established that Tetra don't sneak. Tetra yeah, that's right. Don't Tetra don't sneak. sneak. Um, I don't know who suggested we were going to be subtle. <laughs> I, I wasn't even really considering that as an option if I'm going to lay it all out for you. No, I think we should just kind of swan out of here in a really bold and intimidating manner. I mean, if the last time loop taught us anything, it's that if you just walk confidently, yes. everything will turn out great. <laughs> Lord, what lessons did we learn from the first time loop? <laughs> I think there was only one death that day, right? Yeah, and it wasn't any of us. Excellent. That was one of our most successful missions. So I think... There were so many deaths that day. That no. was the invasion of New Haven. <laughs> no, it was like the day after the invasion only of New Haven. Only one that we were directly responsible for. Yeah, we didn't see any of that that is a different list yeah batman rules yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes exactly also blood force trauma doesn't count yeah. should we burn the whole house down or should we, should we all hold on 
okay, hold on. No, we'll build up to burning the house down. I mean, it's an option, but it's, oh, yes. you know, maybe not our first option. Well, an inevitability. <laughs> I would say that we should all be prepared to burn the house down, even if that's just plan B. Oh, don't you worry. I'm always prepared to burn down a structure. I just sort of take for granted that we're always kind of ready to pull that ripcord. Um, but let's not let's not focus on that. Uh, for plausible deniability reasons. But yeah, we should probably steal from this lady. If nothing else, we'll learn something about um, whether we want to steal from her again in the future time loop. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think Astra wants to, to grab a bunch of whatever small stuff she thinks she can squirrel away, including, uh, and she won't store this because I don't know how you would do that responsibly, but she will grab <laughs> the suit <laughs> and the cloche and try oh. to take that with them. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, Justin, are there any other pieces in this room that I would recognize as originally being from the palace? Olvidelian. In this room, no. But there are tons of expensive things, magic things, historical things in the rest of the mansion that you saw. Even just the little bit that you've been in to this point. So you, you think that there is definitely stuff around this place if you were to brave going deeper. I guess Johnny is going to grab some fiery looking gems that he thinks have to do with Giha stuff. That suit his aesthetic. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to loot? I mean, do we want to liberate anything else while we're here? Well, I mean, like these ghosts are trapped here, right? Like, that's not cool. Like, they can't like move on. That's true. I don't really know how to liberate a ghost, but I'm down to try. Is there anybody notable other than Cassandra Stiffpeaks? Cassandra Stiffpeaks is the only one that is working here currently and that made themselves visible to you. But Cassandra will tell you that there are other ones in the house uh, that kind of wander. They don't, they're not always working. Sometimes they're okay. just haunting. They get breaks. They're unionized. Okay. <laughs> I think Patty's just going to be pondering how one does go about liberating a ghost. and Maybe just like shouting something encouraging yeah. occasionally. <laughs> Move on! <laughs> like, You're you can do Believe it. Believe in yourself. You have the power. Cassandra, do you want our help to get you out? Oh, uh, that's okay, dear. I mean, I'm already dead, so I can just sit here and write my books. If you really want to help an old lady uh, pass on, you can get my books out there under my name. Oh, yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Do you have your books somewhere? I'd love to read them. Well, I think they're these right here on the bookshelf, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Uh, Johnny, I don't know if these are the kind of books for you, but <laughs> I, however, would love a copy. Patty <laughs> <laughs> and I will pre-read them and let you know what's safe for you to consume. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll do a little bit of, you know, parental guidance required on these books for you. Yes. Oh. For you, Johnny, we'll do Thank this. you. Yeah, like, I don't want to read any books, like, I won't like. And so, like, you know, I really exactly, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, uh, thanks. Uh, hey, Cassandra, can I ask you something? Yes. Is Stiff Peak your real last name? <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh. That's my pin name, darling. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it works. It's a great name. You hear the, the name Stiff Pinks, you think about fucking gods. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like Mount Olympus. It's obvious. <laughs> I love this. I love printing projects. Okay, mm-hmm. let's do it. Have you 
Have you considered supporting this show, Burnt Cookbook Party, on Patreon at patreon.com slash bcbparty? Without your support, those stiff beaks are sure to go limp, and the powerful smell of Tetra's presence will go unwafted. Have you considered signing up today? You'll get access to the official Discord, to bi-weekly bonus content, and exclusive bonus episodes, like the winter holiday-themed Sea Monster Boat Race three-part one-shot. But more than that, your continued patronage ensures that the cheek pouches of Patty Hertz are never deflated for lack of grain, and that fine art continues to be made of Johnny Brightchild's mighty biceps. Every penny goes towards ensuring that Zelf's luscious soups never go untasted, and also, Astra is here. Patreon.com slash BCB Party. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think that we might get into a fight, so I want to cast a spell. Smart. Which one of you wants to be my battle buddy? Ooh, Johnny. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Tetra, let's do it. Just like old times. All right, if it's Johnny, uh, I'm going to cast Battle Mind Link. Swing! So for 10 minutes, uh, you fuse your thoughts with an ally, allowing the two of you to fight in tandem, perfectly coordinated. You and the ally each roll initiative in combat and use the higher die before adding modifiers. If you both make melee attacks against the same creature, you both make melee attack rolls and use the higher of the two dice for each person's attack. All right. That's pretty good, actually. (laughs) So Tetra drops a uniquely... A uh, scented drop of oil into a vial and has Johnny smell it, and it connects them in an inexplicably chemical way Whoa. for 10 minutes. We hate saying this, but like, I feel kind of good about the fact that Tetra is with us for this possible combat <laughs> because I think Tetra's like actually pretty good at things. <laughs> yeah, just not fighting fish. Don't bring a fish into this. Established. <laughs> is the implication that the unique smelling I guess oil you just produced it has to come from Tetra, right? Because it's mind linking them. It's an essential oil. Essential <laughs> oil. That's, okay, all, that's all Tetra Paul. has to okay. say. What a dodge. What a Essentially dodge. nasty. No, nope, go on. <laughs> Woof. Wow. Wow. That's a shame. It's from a gland. Don't worry about it. And that was it, Justin. Cool. Well, if you guys are done here, you can head upstairs. We're going to leave the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I think it's time. Walking 
confidently. Whoa. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Astra will lead up the crew, cautiously stepping out to see if uh, the dispute is still happening in this hallway. <laughs> you do not see the two riders anymore, Kaka and Raj. You do, however, see two aggressive-looking butlers. A lot of the staff that you had seen previously uh, were a bit more um, subservient-looking, uh, scared. These two look like they were sent out to handle the <laughs> other riders, and <laughs> they are in the in-between shifter form, as Marybeth had. So these are like walking <laughs> human peacocks uh, wearing butler outfits. Okay. And so they are in the foyer, the next room over. You have come up into the parlor uh, where you waited previously for Ogavia. Well, if we can discreetly escape, I think we should. That's going to be Astra's goal because she assumes that they will fail at that and then have to uh, fight and or burn everything down. So <laughs> she's going to try to navigate around where she can see the peacock people. If everybody wants to make a stealth check. Oh, uh, okay. Says, oh. <laughs> I have no stealth bonus, but I rolled an 18 because this is a silly broken game. So I did a great job. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. Um, I can't help but notice a peacock butler rolled a perception check of 27, Justin. That's probably yeah. unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> I got a 15. I got a 10. Oh, no. I'm also glowing as if affected by daylight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot you were glowing. Which minor Okay. I can't help but sense with my hewn oracle fortune-telling <laughs> skills that I don't think we're going to do well at sneaking out of here. Not the best. And then it pans, pans over to Johnny, glowing Ooh. from inside more than usual somehow. I don't know. I'm pretty confident we can take these peacock butlers. Maybe I'm going to live to regret that but or not live to regret that but. <laughs> no yeah we're gonna kick ass i also hate birds so i want to beat up a bird you personally or are you saying patty hates birds no me personally okay, great. wow the butlers do spot you and i am going to have you guys roll initiative of course they spot us as we fumble out of the basement glowing <laughs> saying look at us Look Here we us. are! <laughs> Our pockets full of clinking, clanking stones from space. Yo, all right, so <laughs> Petra and I have like a linked initiative, right? Right, oh so God. whoever of us rolled a higher d20 before modifiers, we take that pure 20 roll and share Insane. it. I got an 18. Nice. Insane. 18 becomes a 20 because I have a plus two. So Johnny, you act first. These two peacock butlers spot you walking in. Their tail feathers rile up. Uh, they are in the next room over in the foyer. What would you like to do? <laughs> Diplomacy. <Yeah. laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you are coming out of the secret room that no one is supposed to know about, so yeah. I will give you a yeah. penalty on that route. Not that you can't try. Intimidate him. Oh, no. Johnny's just going to charge forward oh. and hit this first one he sees with a sword. That's <laughs> <laughs> the help. <laughs> service worker. Yeah, Johnny panics because their cover is blown, and so he's going to use a blade of mercy, and uh, he's going to say, I'm sorry! 
Uh, he, <laughs> uh, he rolled a 22 to hit. Oh boy, that definitely oh hits. Goodness. And he deals 25 non-lethal damage to the, to the butler. God, God the but- Christ. <laughs> Jesus. He is, I'm just going to tell you, has one hit point left. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. Okay. man, you couldn't have hit him better? <laughs> oh, I wish I hit him better. Oh. <laughs> the other one, uh, the one that you didn't hit, the second butler, he starts doing a captivating dance. Of course uh, he does. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. This is so familiar. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so oh, happy. Boy. Oh, well, boy. I'm captivated. Johnny is into it. <laughs> Whoa, this looks strangely familiar and also soothing. <laughs> Johnny is stunned for one round uh, as he watches this peacock dance. Whoa. Tetra, what would you like to do? I just want to move to the square next to Johnny. And withdraw my whip in a swift action Ooh. and i'll move and i'll attack nice. God, i always forget about the whip and then i'm like <laughs> oh. then, uh, the battle mind ability it says that if we attack the same target you both make attack rolls and both use the higher of the two dice for your attack johnny rolled a nine or you rolled a four so uh you could you, you could add five to that so an 18 does an 18 hit 18 does hit yes Excellent. Then I do three damage, but hopefully that tips it over into... Yeah, two slashing <laughs> and one bleed. So he is knocked unconscious and bleeding out on the ground. Oh, jeez. Astra Blep, what would you like to do? Uh, I will say, Astra, as you, since you are a bit further up than the rest of them, you are able to see outside. Uh, so there's a big glass door in front of you, which you can see outside to where there's like a pool area. You see two butlers outside that are trying to manage a large peacock monstrosity. What? what? No. What? I, no, I don't want that at all. They do not see you uh, because they're they're dealing with this thing, but it's like a giant attack dog, essentially, but it, it's it's huge. <sighs> do not okay. go out the back okay. door. Okay. <laughs> what Astra's going to do, she's going to back into the room and turn to Patty and say, let's not go out the back way. <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta save something for old Gavia. Don't use your big gun quite yet, whatever that might be. <laughs> She's gonna turn to the other peacock butler, peacock-human butler hybrid, and say, hey, buddy, you better go help your other co-workers. It looks like the peacock monstrosity has gotten loose. The what? <laughs> we are way less scarier than that thing, so you might want to go help your co-workers, or uh, you're going to be covering a lot of shifts in the future, if you know what I mean. Make a bluff check. What? Where's the She's line? telling the truth. <laughs> it's not breaking free. I mean, they said they were wrangling it. Okay. Uh, ooh, I rolled poorly. I got a 14 on my bluff. I also rolled poorly. He rolled a six on his sense motive, so he believes what you're saying. That is a believable thing to happen. So he's like, fuck. Uh, You can see him start to like kind of look behind him towards the study to see if he has a a path out of this room. That's right. Go on, skitter. 
Uh, and then I think that'll be my whole turn. My arms are really full of this um, cloche. <laughs> I've contrived a reason to not battle, <laughs> as is tradition. As is tradition. I love battling. For the record, this is all an extra thing. <laughs> Batty hurts. What would you like to do? Is this Peacock Butler like? Does he look like he's going to try to leave through the study? Because if he is, I'm going to let him. I mean, if he gets out of our way, we're going to go out the front door. Yeah, if you don't do anything, he will run. Yeah, I'm going to let him run. That's fine. Great. Patty, do you think you could sneak back into the tea room and grab the orb that's part of Giha's staff? Or is that a big ask? Caitlin's scared, but Patty's like, oh my god, yeah, totally, girl, no problem. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Um, Here, let me do some magic for you. I'm going to give you guidance. And that gives her a plus one competence bonus to a single attack roll saving throw or skill check, for instance, stealth. All right. I am going to make a stealth check to stealthily go retrieve this orb. Cool. Ooh, beautiful. 29 without any bonus. Oh, yeah. What was I worried about? Make a perception check for me as well, Here we Patty. Go. Here's what we're worried uh, about. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Patty's got great perception. Uh, well, I didn't roll great, but I got a 16. As you approach, you are able to perceive that there is a butler in this room cleaning up the mess that you guys made. You look oh, no, inside. No. His back is to you. He's bent over, like, cleaning up uh, the floor. But he's the only person in this room. Kill him. Can I sneak attack him from behind with my machete? Yes. yes. Ooh, That's what I want to do. You're kill the help in cold blood? I'm certain she's doing it non-lethally. Non-lethal machete attack. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, definitely. That's, a... <laughs> That's how machetes work. Oh, wow. What a spread. Oh, boy. Suck it, bird brain. <laughs> okay, I was a 13 with my tail blade. Hey. And a 13 again with my tankard. Nice. Of Umu. Nice. Gross. Because this guy is flat-footed, three out of the four of those attacks hit, and you deal a total of 10 damage. Uh, he is still standing, but he's shocked. I'm going to roll <laughs> initiative for him. If he beats you, he'll get to act. Otherwise, you'll get to act again before he yeah. gets to go. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and he, so he only rolled an eight. So Patty, you get to make another, oh that was God. your surprise round. He's <laughs> aware of you. Commando killer. There's no holding back. She's going to be like, sir, I apologize for having you do this. Well, I get that you're at work. You're a member of the working class, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And the tankard of Umu flies through the air for a 23. Crazy. Insane. You have dealt another eight damage to him. Uh, He is up, but he is not going to fight you. He is going to flee into the kitchen. Perfect. Nice. I think I want to grab the stone that I am looking for and skedaddle as quickly as possible. Yeah. Because I'm afraid that he's going for reinforcements (laughs) and I don't want to be here when that happens. (laughs) Yeah. While Johnny is stunned for his round... And they're basically stuck anyway, unless they pick him up and carry him. Tetra is going to make a heel check to try to keep this peacock guy on the floor from bleeding out. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's kind. I forgot that my whip created the bleeding condition. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) With its beautiful tail feathers out of sight, you are no longer stunned, Johnny. Whoa. All right, let's keep moving. I think we can just walk out. I don't think there's anybody going to stop us. 
Let's walk out. Yeah, walk out the front door. Why not? Unlike when you originally came, you see that out of nowhere, suddenly, like, a hedge maze has grown. Of course. Between the front door and the gates. That's awesome. So in front of you is just shrubbery uh, uh, about 10 or 15 feet tall. You can't see over it. And you can see (laughs) two entrances, (laughs) one to your left and one to your right into this hedge maze. Oh, fuck, that's cool. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. We get to be in a hedge maze. (laughs) So cool. So cool. Oh. Wait, what's off to the right? I guess we'd have to explore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's also stairs going upstairs right behind you uh, as well. Let's not get too <laughs> exploratory. We have already seen a peacock monstrosity. The second floor is also tall enough to see over the hedge maze Ooh. as well. Ooh. Oh, that's appealing. Justin. Yeah. I want you to jog my memory because it's fuzzy. Has Tetra seen Astra? Use her flicker ability? I don't think so. No, I haven't mentioned it. Uh, never mind. No, why Yeah, do you... why would Astra mention any of her abilities? <laughs> absolutely. She no, absolutely. She would be like, I barely know magic. Yeah. Uh, why do you ask, Paul? Well, I didn't want to metagame, but I thought it might be useful if somebody looked out the second story window, and the best person to do that might be an invisible person. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's not really how Astra perceives <laughs> the use of Flicker. It's so, it, she uses it so much more reactionary when there's just a lot of people. For hiding and getting away. <laughs> yes, yeah. I don't think it would occur to her to use it practically. That's awesome. <laughs> we appreciate your commitment. Don't teach her that skill. She'll become unstoppable if she starts using it for something other than uh, what in that case tetra wants to creep up the stairs and try to get a bird's eye view of the hedge maze i'm thinking that because i have this share a memory spell Whoa. so if tetra needs to share the specific visual memory of the topography or just refresh herself she would be able to yeah tetra's like level 10 right mm-hmm. level 10 yeah yeah it, it's really in moments like this where that becomes apparent <laughs> uh yeah tetra you want to make a stealth check yeah i guess i do even though i'm not very good at using stealth tetra where are you going let's just dive head first into the hedge maids i'm certain it'll all work out <laughs> speaking of hedging i like to hedge my bets honey <laughs> did you say speaking of edging it's not really the time tetra i'm gonna have Ogavia roll with a penalty here. Yeah, my stealth check was a 22. Cool. Ogavia only rolled a 13. As you go up the stairs, Tetra, you can hear Ogavia berating one of the butlers in a room to your right. (laughs) And she's so preoccupied with this that she does not see you. Tetra is sorely tempted to have it out with Ogavia. Yes. Well, do it. Well, read her mind. Fuck her up. Detect her desires. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't seem like the right time. So Tetra's just going to look out the window and get a good look at the hedge maze. Tetra, you enter the only room that's on the opposite side of this hallway from where Ogavia is. And you enter this hot pink room, uh, which you believe is probably Ogavia's bedroom. Uh, oh there is God. a large, yeah. like, king-sized bed with, like, a heart back to it and a large, like, yeah. vanity space for her to do her makeup. Behind you, you also see a replica of 
Olvidel, like plans almost. Like she's planning to rebuild Olvidel in a similar way that you hope to open a spa there one day. Except that Ogavia is hoping to turn it into essentially like Dollywood, but Ogavia. Oh no! (laughs) So you catch sight of this as you make your way to the window and you look out over this large hedge maze that has grown uh, out of nowhere. And not only do you see like the pattern of how to move through the maze, you also see three creatures moving through there. Cool. Large peacock topiaries that are patrolling this hedge maze and you see that they're able to move through the hedge walls unobstructed as if the the hedge walls weren't there this is such a great encounter justin (laughs) this is really phenomenal well justin once tetra takes that in uh its next action is going to be to head back to the staircase cool whenever everyone else is you know done with their action for the round uh, Johnny's exploring the next room over while Tetra's going upstairs. <laughs> Johnny wanders <laughs> off immediately. Johnny, in the study, why don't you make a perception check? I rolled a zero. <laughs> oh, my oh, zero. zero. Really good. Oh, hey, we're doing no. great work, as always. <laughs> Johnny doesn't even know where he is yet again. <laughs> He's still a little mesmered. So... Sometimes Kaya, Kaya is my puppy for the uh, listening audience that I've just got. She runs and then she just completely like her brain just stops and she just forgets where she is. And then she looks at you and she's like, oh, my God, it's you. I haven't seen you. And just like, just like completely. Johnny walked into this room and forgot about everything. Puppy Johnny. Doesn't Johnny have a trait on his character sheet that's like easily distracted? Yeah. So it's so bad he has rules for it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Johnny, you're like, why does she need a study if she doesn't write anything herself? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure that out. As you turn to leave, suddenly that awful peacock monster like slams up against the glass door over you it, it, it like cracks oh, a little God. bit and it's like snarling oh, and, and yapping at you but it doesn't get in it, it just scares you catches you off guard as you're like taking in this study johnny johnny what are you doing <laughs> oh what oh sorry sorry just couldn't help myself did you see anything cool in there uh i honestly don't remember like that dude so you just gotta go oh i should go in there no i mean if you didn't see anything interesting i don't know why oh patty hey patty oh hey did you get the thing i did i do take two steps into the study (laughs) curiosity just sucks astra into the next room (laughs) yeah why don't you make a perception check for this room okay good now i'll definitely Get a clutch perception check roll right here. Hoping, hoping, hoping. What the fuck? What is wrong with all of you? I also rolled a one for a six total. And she'll just wander back and say, yeah, nothing of note in there. Oh, Tetra, you're back. Thank God. What were we doing? Well, I got a bird's eye view of the hedge maze, and there are some critters out there. So I think we just need to keep our eye on the route we want to take. Uh, Patty, you seem like you know your way around a maze. What? Don't know why I said that like that. (laughs) (laughs) Justin, I'm going to use share memory to help Patty see what Tetra saw. Awesome. 
If somebody <laughs> said to is you, a because she's so good at sneaking. <laughs> yeah, you don't normally sneak in mazes. That's not the mode of transport one takes. No, but it takes coordination anyway. Uh, she's good at like tracking and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I get it. I mean, but she's also offended a little bit. Tetra says, I think before we leave, we should light a fire. That's kind of how I feel right now. <laughs> to this house? Right. Uh, I think Okavia needs to be taken down a couple of pegs. Okay. Honestly, the fire's not going to hurt the ghosts, so... As you guys discuss this, first, Patty, you are filled with Tetra's memories of what the maze looks like and of the topiary guardians that are moving through it. Um, So both of you will get... Uh, bonuses for any sort of navigation type of check that you need to make. Nice. But to honor the two that ones (laughs) on perceptions, (laughs) neither of you noticed going in here just how close this peacock monster was to breaking in. And now you hear (laughs) this glass door shatter (gasps) and it enters the house. Johnny Johnny looks at Astra suddenly remembering that he saw the FIFA. You guys will need to move uh, because it will be coming in this way from the study. Oh, spectacular. Okay. How quickly can you light a fire, Tetra? Guys, don't (laughs) worry. I got this under control. So Patty has a spell called Spark. Yeah. I can make any unattended flammable object catch on fire. Perfect. Uh, I'd like to use that on maybe like the draperies in this front hallway. Perfect. Johnny's going to drag out the unconscious peafowl butler. Okay. Oh, that's kind. Put him on the front porch. On our way out, I want to cast a spell on the giant peacock. How close is it, first of all? 20 feet away, but you don't have eyes on it, if that matters. If it just has to smell you. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, would it be more useful to try to confuse it, or would it be more useful to try to fatigue it? If I am able to fatigue it successfully, then it can't chase us as easily. I think buying us more time would be ideal. I think it would be more fun to confuse it, because then it would thrash around the house, and that would be funny. But I think that it's more helpful to fatigue it. Justin, I'm going to cast Psychic Leech on this thing. Whoa. <laughs> Uh-oh. And it has to make a will save. This will is middling. Let's see. It rolled a nine. Nice. Target experiences feelings of ennui and lethargy, <laughs> becoming fatigued for the spell's duration. Ennui <laughs> peacock! Which is ten minutes. Did you give this peacock existential dread? <laughs> No, I sucked its life into myself. Okay, good. That's way better. Thanks, Paul. (laughs) While the target is fatigued and is within the spell's range, I get a plus two enhancement bonus to strength and dexterity. Nice. Wow. Okay. Wow. This awful creature, this dinosaur fucking bird with like (laughs) creepy demon eyes on its feathers, it breaks through this glass, snarling, ripping everything it sees to shreds. Uh, And then you just fill this room with this unassuming scent and it stalls oh yeah it's like lavender something soothing it stops in its tracks feeling uh exhausted fatigued yeah. uh, and it kind of just hunkers down like a, a chicken <laughs> on an egg Tetra says, okay we gotta go ah uh, yeah let's book it and i pick up the peacock foul butler break the oil flask on the drapes we spark it step outside out we go. <laughs> I won't make you roll for the first one. You know that going on the path to the right is going to be faster. Let's do that. 
Part of me thinks you should have just dumped Agavia and then cased the entire building. I was thinking about it. <laughs> Too late now, yeah. We have a strong destruction habit, but not a strong burglary <laughs> habit. Yeah, it's strange line. Yeah. It's a, That's it's true. It's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, unexpectedly. I feel like destruction, there's more of a message inherent in burning yeah. something down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Thievery is so self serving and we're so selfless. Yeah, so. We're shadowing cadets, all right? We, can, we don't just. <laughs> not in this loop, we're oh, not. Shit. Not in this loop, we're not. We're just a bunch of ragamuffins. Yeah, we're just weird strangers. Randos, yeah. I wanted to go in last so i could drop a spell behind us okay cool make a perception check and i rolled an 11 on my perception i will go first and i rolled a 15 i'll leave the butler like on the steps outside of the building yes he doesn't get to come with us the whole time just not in the burning building <laughs> he'd be a, such a good self replacement holy shit wait <laughs> okay unlikely replacement for self is my new character p-boy 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 all right no throw him back in let him burn we can't let this happen p-boy butts p-boy butts p-boy butts did you want to make a perception check johnny are you feeling lucky yeah i'm feeling lucky Yes! Oh my god, I rolled a two! Oh, oh, this is brutal. The worst you guys have ever done. Absolutely <laughs> brutal. And it's never good. Even Patty isn't rolling great today. No, oh no. God. And thank God for all these bonuses I have, because I've been rolling like fours. Uh, you don't need to perceive things in a maze. You just have to follow your heart. Oh. <laughs> The group enters the hedge maze. Patty in the front, Astra in the back. Astra, what were you wanting to do? Obscuring mist. Classic. That's a good one. Yeah, I just want to drop a full obscuring mist. I don't think the peacock's going to be running after us anytime soon. But just in case, they won't be able to see which way we go. You guys are rushing through this maze. You are trying to keep a lookout, but you're moving so fast. You're trying to get away from Ogavia, from this fire that you started. And you are <laughs> caught off guard by one of the topiaries. Oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. But I did not roll very well. It is an 11 at your flat-footed AC, Patty. So my flat-footed AC is a 16. It pops out of the hedges, catching you off guard. It swings its giant tail made of bramble at you, but you are able to still jump under it. Your reflexes are great, um, but it is going to roll initiative. Bring it. Do it. You are going to have uh, a bit of a trouble because this is a, a thin area. Mm. Yeah, it's a real bottleneck. Okay. Johnny. Oh, I want a five foot step and then take an attack at the topiary. And then if I have any action left, I want to give Tetra an oil flask. Sure. I'll let you do that. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to burn the maze while you're oh, in the maze? Oh, oh, no. I was thinking about trying to set this thing on fire. I was thinking about it. No. I rolled a 25 to hit and you deal 24 slashing damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you do hit it. The slashing damage uh, seems to be pretty effective. You can tell that, like, just bashing it with, like, a hammer wouldn't have done much. But the slashing damage deals the full 24. 
shing, shing, shing. Prune them, Johnny. <laughs> Cutting you down to size. Uh, and we are back to the topiary. The topiary is going to take a full attack at you, Johnny. Uh, so it's going to swing its tail at you twice. Hmm. It rolled an 18 and a 23. 23 hits. Very nice. Uh, for seven damage ah! as you are bash in the face with <laughs> a bush. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> get leaves in your mouth. Oh, so, oh. so embarrassing. Sound of breaking sticks like on my skin. Oh. Tetra, what would you like to do? None of my spells are really good against constructs or plants, unfortunately. So Tetra is gonna... I gave you that oil flask. Uh, I actually have a fire weakness, so I take double damage oh, no. from fire. Okay, yeah. no, that makes sense. I'm not going to be the one starting this inferno. <laughs> that was definitely what I was thinking about, why we should set the topiary on fire. I did not think about how Tetra is also a plant. Like that, no, that. I pulled up my alchemist's fire and everything. I was ready. Justin, Tetra's just going to take the left fork, step down a little bit to scout and make sure they don't get flanked uh and then that's just it i'll let johnny do the heavy lifting on this one <laughs> astra boy i will cast uh hedging weapons uh and a hedge maze okay hedge it makes the weapons in the shape of my deity, uh, which in this case, the spiral rapier appears and floats around me. At sixth level, I get an additional one. So I've got two floating nice. swords nice. that hover around me and give me a plus one AC bonus for each weapon. And I think that's just my turn. I already used my good prunum joke earlier. So <laughs> Astra, <laughs> that is it. Astra has cast this. Patty hurts. So my machete specifically describes itself as most often used to hack through dense vegetation. <gasps> it oh. works equally well as a weapon. Incredible. So I am going to attack this thing with my machete because that's by definition what a machete is for. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. You hit, oh, you critical failed with one, but you do hit with the other and deal three damage. Chop a branch off. Johnny, back to you. All right. I full attack against this thing. Um, I rolled a 29 and an 11. The 29 hits. I deal 17 slashing damage. Oh, it is so skinny now. <laughs> it's like a shrub. <laughs> you know, like the, head, like the head and the neck of the peacock are very thin. So everything is just <laughs> as thin as that. Like the rest of it. Oh, no. It's going to mm. attack. It's going to do the first tail slap at Johnny, the second tail slap at Patty. Uh, try to knock them both away from it. 21 to Johnny, 19 to Patty. Miss. My regular AC is 19. Oh, Patty, you take seven damage. As oh. it bats your machete backwards. Oof. Tetra, uh, as you are sitting there scouting, you see up mm -hmm. in the second floor window, Ogavia is watching you. Oh, Dun no. Oh, God damn it. She is glaring down, more annoyed than <laughs> anything, but you feel her <laughs> eyes on you. You do hear rustling as if the other topiaries are moving Damn towards it. you if yeah. you stay here for much longer they will also pop through the hedges patty is between me and this monster is there any room that i could attack it with my whip or Ur. i think all the attack spots are occupied yes 
you could make an uh an acrobatics to try to go on the other side of it uh but you risk a, a attack of opportunity my acrobatics bonus is plus zero but maybe i'll roll high let's find out i rolled a six I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you are hit for nine damage as you try to oh. get into a convenient position in this tight hedge maze space. And it is uh, waiting for you. <laughs> There's nowhere to go <laughs> that it can't strike you. And it does. Ugh. Astro, what do you want to do? Man, I, we're going to have no trouble taking care of this thing but if we have to fight a very many more of these i'm a little nervous right i'm like let's get through these uh i'm going to launch one of my hedging weapons at this creature which i can do as though it were a thrown item uh on a successful hit it deals 2d6 force damage so i don't know what force damage is going to do to this thing but let's just find out it's gonna destroy it I hope so. That would be really cool. <laughs> Astro so rarely gets to kill things. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. Astro. 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 Oh, boy. Wow. Look at Astro. <laughs> I rolled a crit <laughs> and a confirmed, if I do believe. Yeah, absolutely. You deal 16 damage. This destroys it, Astro. What hedging pun do you have for this situation? Oh, no. <laughs> Astro says, hurry up. What are you guys doing? Just finish this thing off and let's go. You guys are always pussyfooting around when we're in combat. I can't stand it. Sorry, just, just clearing up some tip one, Astro. Okay, let's go. Come on. <laughs> Patty is stunned. <laughs> Astro is too, but she's playing it so cool. <laughs> by, by which I mean she's being a horrible asshole about it <laughs> all right we've got more of them incoming and uh Ogavia was peeping at us from the second story window of course she was she's was trying to steal our moves astra will turn back and like shade her eyes to see in the window and if she sees Ogavia, she will flip her off <laughs> <laughs> yeah you see her okay and uh she's gonna cast a spell that I don't believe I've ever cast on this show before oh basically so the range is long um, so it has a little bit of move distance, but basically what I want to cast is a second identical party of us <laughs> coming out of the obscuring mist going into oh. the other entrance to the maze. Amazing. Oh. So smart. It's a DC 16 Great. to disbelieve, but only if interacted nice. with. So I don't actually okay. think she gets a saving throw until she like engages in some way with the image which okay. she can't because she's up in her fancy house <laughs> suck it <laughs> yeah as you uh flip her off you do see she like grimaces and, and steps away <laughs> from the window <laughs> oh the impropriety and you guys can continue on in the maze. I will give you an added benefit to casting this. The topiaries will save is only 12. Mm -hmm. They are going to move towards the sounds and images created nice. by this. Oh, beautiful. Nice. Awesome. Everybody in the group catches the sound of our alternates talking. And they're all being like, wow, Astra, that was such a smart idea. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I have to do the voices. <laughs> wow, Astra, that was such a smart idea. <laughs> I can't believe you pulled that off. <laughs> that was like really smart. Like I can't believe you thought to combine your spells like that. <laughs> All right. We did it. Uh, it's a dead end over here. Do I just like cut here and I'll sunder the wall? <laughs> yeah. Johnny, you are able to move through uh, to there. 
Johnny, <laughs> Oh my God, it's just destroying mazes out here everywhere we go. Every maze we've been in. Cannot take you guys anywhere. I'm sorry, Astro. You were just like, you know, you just said we had to get going. It was so commanding. So I just like, you know. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. I did that once as a child at the apple farm. I was in one of those like straw bale mazes and I freaked out. So I just like tunneled my way through the side like an animal. Incredible. I'm going to channel that energy tonight. It's like there's something over this way. Yeah, it looks like there's a fountain, maybe. When we arrived, was there a fountain in the front yard? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So I think we need to head towards that. Yeah, as you get to the fountain, this is one of the, the more obvious landmarks in the maze. Patty and Tetra would know that you need to go south from here to get out. Okay, so. perfect. Oh, no. Justin, what's this? <laughs> Justin, what's this? Uh, you hear a crackle and you smell ozone and it is similar to what you know to be how bobble (laughs) teleports it reminds you of and behind you back at where you just left the fountain you hear ogavia's voice yelling where do you think you're going with my things no oh that's bitch Thank you for listening to this episode of Burn Cookbook Party, and a special thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hopefully one of those was special enough. For a limited time, we have a P.O. box open for you to send us things in case you have letters or packages that you would like us to receive. Please direct that mail to Jenna Stieber, P.O. Box 2636, St. Louis, Missouri, 63116. That information is also in the show description of this episode. Burn Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zoblin and Tetra, me, Jenna Stieber as Esther Blepp, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan. Produced by Jenna Stieber.